0: to Don't Call Me Skinny episode 35. Thank you so, so, so much for being here today with me. You guys, there are more and more and more of you who are reaching out to me, finding me on Instagram, finding me on Facebook, and telling me, I need your help, I need your help. You guys, I'm in love with you. Oh my gosh, I'm so in love with you guys. I just, there's nothing more that, that brings me such joy and happiness than being able to help people reach their goals. And not just helping people reach their goals, but people who have been struggling immensely. I'm finding that there are a lot of people who have invested a lot of money and are getting nowhere. How frustrating the fuck is that? Good. I'm finding this like even in myself, right? I've I've talked a lot about actually my own business side of this because in ways there's similar relations of what's going on in business like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in business like that's just flat out I have had to learn a lot of shit along the way I've had to learn a lot of things about myself that I don't really like and I've had to work, su- work through some things that are super fucking uncomfortable much like most of my clients who don't really know what the fuck they're doing, have been told all these wrong things, have invested money in themselves and hasn't got them anywhere. And they're just spinning their wheels, not really knowing what to do and not getting the results they want. Like it's very similar in ways and they have to get really uncomfortable and just do the hard shit, discover things about themselves that they don't know yet or that they have to work through. Like these are all super relatable. Like I didn't realize how much business and fitness are related, but when it comes to like the crooks of principles, it's very, very relatable. And it's very interesting to me. So I just wanted to say thank you. So if you are with me and episode 35, you guys, I can't even believe this means like we have less than 20 weeks until I've hit my year of doing this. In fact, I just hit the year um, of recording ever on a podcast and being on a podcast with my podcast guy, Pat. Thank you, sir, for having me. And I just hit that one year mark. And I just think about how much resistance I had around this podcast, how much I didn't want to do this. And here I am 35 fucking weeks later doing it. So thank you, Pat, for believing in me and helping me out. Thank you to my husband for pushing me to do things that I don't want to do when he knows I'm capable. (laughs) And if you don't have like a partner or somebody that's on your side that can help push you do those things, guys, reach out to me. I'd love to be your partner to help you move past some things that you're struggling with because we all need somebody on our team. We all need somebody who's going to support us. Sometimes, sadly, that's not our spouse or significant other or our friends and family. Sometimes that's like some rando fucking person you hear on a podcast. (laughs) So that being said, I really want to dive in today to today's topic this is something I often get my topics from like, what's been going on in the, in the world of social media this week? And this is one that I'm seeing a shit ton around lately, and that's training. I see so many fucking people like roll up in Facebook groups like, I need a leg day exercise tomorrow. What should I do? Okay. So those that don't know, this is not the way to get results. It's just not the way if you're rolling into a Facebook group the day before you're supposed to be going to work out, which it's not necessarily, I don't know. (laughs) I have a lot of feelings around this. It's great to get different ideas, But the problem is, is that when we get these ideas, so somebody gives like, oh, this is my leg workout, here you go, right? How are you actually going to implement that? Does that actually fit your goals that you're trying to achieve? And how long do you need to do that? And how do you actually know you're going to make results? And what are their sets and reps look like? And what does their training intensity look like? Like, there's so many other questions that have to be asked around, oh, I need a leg day uh, exercise workout for tomorrow, if anybody can help me out with that. There's so much more than just that. And I don't think we realize that. I didn't realize that because I knew nothing about training. I knew nothing about lifting. I knew nothing about anything. Again, I had no fucking idea what I was doing, you guys. This is not like I've been very clear about. I had to learn from the ground up and build a foundation. So when I see these people constantly acting like asking like, How, what, what split should I use for this amount of days a week? Or how do I grow my booty? Right? When I see these questions on Facebook, the very first thing I have to ask is, what is your goal? Because there's a lot of elements to this. And we think that we're going to, we want to lose weight and grow a booty. Guys, that's two very different things. You cannot be losing weight while growing a booty. Okay. Growth, it doesn't matter where it is on your body, requires growth more energy. That means you have to be sitting at least at maintenance, at least. And for like people who are not beginner lifters, it can't, you're probably not going to see any result at maintenance. You have to be at least in a slight calorie surplus, probably more than that. You have to be in a surplus. You will not grow a booty. If you are not feeding your body, you will not grow your muscles unless again you're a very beginner lifter this all also is why it is so important that not everybody can do the same thing it's not cookie cutter what works for one person won't work for somebody else one because their genetics are completely different you might have a you might be a hyper responder to training and you might be not a hyper responder and have to work really, really hard at it. Um, Your upper body might respond better than your lower body or your lower body might respond better than your upper body. I tend to fit in that category. My lower body responds better than my upper body. My lower body is on a whole leaner minus my ass than my upper body. I have, you know, still fat under my arms. I have it coming off of my back. I have it in my, it's mainly like my mid to upper back that I have quite a bit of fat. Um, my shoulders are lean as fuck on top. Right. So it all matters. Like all these things play a role. There's no cookie cutter thing. And so that's why the first very question I ask is, well, what the fuck is your goal? Because I can sit here and spit off all these different kinds of splits and all these exercises that you can use. And we can like have a great party here and talk about training if you want to. But at the end of the day, if you're not training towards your goals, then it doesn't fucking matter what the fuck you do in the gym. Like you might as well just go on a walk, honestly. For real, that's not a lie. So after I figure out what, you know, what is their goals, like whatever, the next thing I always ask is how many days are you going to be 100% committed to the gym? It may not seem like it's a big deal, but it is a big deal because how you want to break up and split those workouts – really matters on if you go to the gym. If you start building out a program for five days, but you're only going three days a week, the fuck's happening, all those exercises happening on those other two days? You're completely missing out on them. When, if you're only gonna make it to the gym three days a week, you could have a better split for three days and then be able to get on all those exercises that you're needing to get in. That doesn't even mean it has to be longer. You don't have have to spend two hours at the gym if you go three days a week. You can still do it in an hour, Or so, 45 minutes to an hour and still get in a solid workout providing your training intensity is where it needs to be. So what I find the most funny about all of this is the fact that we look on Instagram and Facebook and we see these people who have been lifting for probably, God, five, six, seven, 10, 12, 15 years. And we look at them and we think, oh, that's what my body's going to look like when I'm doing this. No, it's not what your body's going to look like. Again, I'm going to go back to genetics and training intensity and how your body responds and if, what, it, what it likes best and how you feed it properly. There's so many things that go into all of this that you're not going to look like the Fitzbows. And I blame them. I fucking blame them because there is more of a method to the madness than just some rando fucking shit that you see on Instagram. There is way more to this than that. Um, And more often than not, what we see on Instagram is all this complicated shit that has to be super fancy and it does not need to be complicated and it does not need to be fancy. Like it literally needs to be as basic as fucking possible. Like, I don't know why, like bicep curls, you know, chest press, you know, deadlifts, squats, and then you just build off like that. Like it does not need to be some crazy fucking shit that we're doing. We don't have to like, I don't know do some rando shit. I saw some rando shit when I used to work out at my other gym. Like this guy would like hang from the, oh, what are those things called? I can't even think. He'd hang from like the pull-up bars and then he'd like put his feet up in the air and then he'd like climb on top and then he'd fall down. It's like, I don't understand how this is effective. I mean, cool if you want to do it, but it's not doing anything. Looks cool. Great. But how many other people are watching that going, shit how do I do that? Maybe if I do that, I'll look like that. Like, no, no, you won't. That's, this is not true. (laughs) Okay. Um, so fuck you, all you fitspo's out there that make shit seem like it's not, it's fucking annoying as hell. Um, so how do you know what to do, when to do? So here I am talking about how complicated this is and how difficult it is and how it all depends on what your genetics are. So the first thing we have to do is to find what is training versus just working out. I firmly believe there are three different types. I believe you have training, working out, and movement, right? Movement is something I would consider you go on a bike ride or you go on a walk or you're swimming in a pool, right? These are just movement things unless you're swimming, honestly, is like training, right? I'm not talking about like training for some shit, I'm actually just talking about like maybe you get in a pool with your kids and and splash around or even me when I started swimming again, I just go do like 15 to 20 minutes of swim. It's just leisure lap swim. It's not like I'm, it's literally to get my knee up. That's all it is because I'm in a cut right now. It's That's it. Just to get some more movement in. See, movement is what I called it. Um, So we have to define what these look like. So to me, you know, movement is those things. Movement's more like neat, you know, like what we're doing with our bodies just every day type of thing. Working out is like when you like kind of go in with a plan, but you don't really have a goal, but you're just like sort of ho-humming. You're not using progressive overload methods. There's no training intensity. You could have like gone harder in your sets. You, I'm not talking about going to failure. We shouldn't be going to failure every time. Um, and so this is kind of working out. Maybe you work with like I'm not even going to lie. A lot of people who work with trainers, to me, are just working out. They're not actually training. And the reason is, is because 97% of the time, they're on their fucking phone, which pisses me off. 97% of the time, you don't fix your form, which pisses me off. Okay? These things are not... These things are not um, what's it called? That's not effective. It's just not effective. Not only that, but 97% of the time I never see these people keeping track of what the fuck they're doing. How do you know if you went from like good to better? (laughs) How do you know if you're actually getting progressive overload? Like, do you literally remember what you do by memory every fucking workout? Probably not. Like, shit, what was that one? I mean, if you're talking, you got, uh, let's say, anywhere from four to eight exercises in a workout, and you're working out with a trainer three times a week, are you literally remembering every single fucking set rep and everything? No. Like, come on. Come on. You're not. Okay? So 97% of the time, I don't see them keeping track of shit. So how do they know they're actually making progress? Okay? So that's working out. And training is literally when you have a goal, you have a program built off of that goal that makes sense, that you're committed to, there's an end point to get to, and you're using progressive overload methods and principles. Basically, what that means is... Most of the time, not every time, not in every muscle group is it possible, like shoulders because they're super duper tiny. You can't progress very quickly in them. You may squeak out a couple extra two reps or so, but you're not necessarily always moving weight in those fucking things. Okay. That's fine. You shoulder muscles compared to quads and glutes, even biceps, they're not the same. Um, And so progressive overload is when you're adding volume consistently to an exercise. So let's say, for instance, my, I bench pressed today, and my previous bench press was 120 for four reps, and today I started out at 125 for like three and a change reps because I ended up sort of failing. Thank God I had a little bit of a spot. Shout out. I'm sure they don't listen to me, but shout out to my... Boy, crew at the gym for helping me out, but um, I, I, I didn't fully create. I didn't get a full rep in on that last one, right? But that's progressive overload. So I went up in weight, even though I didn't get as many reps. That's okay. And a lot of people will say, "Well, volume." You know, it, me and my husband have this running joke where it's like, "Volume's volume." So whether you are adding weight or adding reps, you're adding volume. It's just a matter of where that volume is coming from. So you could do, I could have done 10, excuse me, 10, that's a lot. (laughs) I could have done five reps at 120, or I chose to, I chose three, I I went four, but I chose to go three and some change at 125. Do you see how that works? So here's another prime example. If you're doing a bicep curl and you have three sets and your first set you do at 10 pounds for 10 reps, your second set you do 10 pounds for 10 reps, that third set, you need to fucking move up because you're hitting the top range already of your reps. So that third set, you should be at least at 12 and a half, if not 15 and going for 10 reps. Now, maybe you only get seven. Great. Next time you're going to start at 15. It's okay to not hit the top range of that rep range once you move up into a new little category or a new weight. That's okay for it to look like 10 for 10, 10 for 10, 15 for seven. That's fine. That's exactly what it's supposed to look like. Okay. So that is progressive overload where we are overloading the muscle to stimulate change. We talk about like, we need to tear the muscle so it can repair itself. I mean, essentially it's kind of what we're doing but I don't necessarily think that we need to label it like that or label it as anything. It's just literally overloading the muscle. It's forcing stimulation on the muscle. It's forcing energy on the muscle for it to actually have to do something different to move. It's just resistance. That's all it is. Adding more resistance. That's how it, that's how it works. So that's training. So now we have defined what training, what working out is, and what movement is. There's three different things. There are three different, very different categories, in my opinion. And if you are working out or just getting in movement, you're not training, you're not training. You can go to the gym 6 days a week. I don't give a fuck. If you don't have an end goal and you don't have proper programming, you're not fucking training. I'm sorry. I know it sounds mean and I kind of like angry about it. But it's it's be partially not your fault. Well, it's, it's not your fault, but it's partially my anger comes from this whole like fitspo like Facebook, Instagram world where it just that people make shit look so fucking easy and it's annoying. So Now that we've decided what we're doing there, we have to figure out, like I had said before, what our goals are and how much time are we willing to commit. If your goal is to grow muscle and to add muscle, you must be at least at maintenance, if not in a calorie deficit. If your goal is to lose fat, notice I didn't say weight. If your goal is to lose fat, you must be in a calorie deficit. Now, if you are a beginner lifter, like I was, I didn't necessarily have to be in a very big calorie deficit because training was a whole new gambit on my body. It was like, woo! oh my God, girl. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Eating food. Yeah. That's what my body did. And my body responded very well originally. Now it's a lot more difficult because I'm not a beginner lifter. So like currently for me right now, I'm not dropping a whole lot of weight. I think I'm dropping like 0.3 pounds a week average or so. Okay. I'm in a decent deficit, but my training is on. I am training hard right now at the gym. And that's why my deficit doesn't have to be super duper crazy because, and, and notice I'm losing 0.3 pounds a week-ish average, 0.3. All you fucks that think you need to be losing six pounds a week. No, you don't. That is not how we do this. That is not how it's done stably. That is not how we do this. Average is like 0.5 to two pounds. Two pounds, that's only if you have an excess amount, in my opinion, of weight to lose. If you are a beginner lifter and all of a sudden added in some training, that is it. Otherwise, I prefer my clients to be on averaging like a half a pound to a pound a week. You guys, that's like four or five pounds a month. That's a lot of weight. That's incredible. Multiply, multiply that by four months being in deficit. That's almost 20 pounds you could be losing. Is that that terrible? In four months to be losing 20 fucking pounds consistently, safely, eating food, feeling good, not, not being a dick and an asshole because you... Are, are fucking starving, hmm. okay? So I'm losing like average point three pounds Now, what is different and why this matters is the way my body is looking. You guys, I'm leaning the hell out in my arms. I'm leaning the hell out in my waist area. That's just how it is because my training is intense. I am, you know, and, and then we go into the like, well, I sweat, like that's why I really like boot camps because it makes me feel like I'm sweating. I sweat. I'm not even a big, big sweater. That doesn't mean that my intensity is not there. That doesn't mean that I'm not getting results. Sweating has nothing to do with that. I see people literally sweat like fucking pigs and they don't get the results that they want. Why? Because they're not doing it right. So once we decide, you know, how many times are you going to commit to training? How many days a week? Are you going to commit three days a week? Are you going to commit seven days a week? Are you going to commit four days a week? And is that going to change, right? So let's have this conversation. So when I was going through my intensive nutrition course, and I was working, if you listen to a couple couple episodes ago, my friend Ashley, who I trained during this time, um, who I was able to increase her calories, her weight never moved, her body transformed, right? All these things. Um, She originally, we talked about this. She originally wanted Was it, think, three days of training? I think it was three days of training that she wanted a week because she wasn't really sure how she's going to be able to commit to it. But then she's like, shit, I really want four days. Boom, four days. I have a client right now who, um, she's on vacation. She just left for vacation. She's vacationing in a trailer. She had a gym program. Now she has a dumbbell program that she took her dumbbells with her. When she comes back in two weeks, boom, back into the gym program. And not only that, her gym programming was only three days a week. Well, now things have shifted in her life. She can go, she's committing to five. So we had to have a whole conversation like, hey, I need to make sure that you're going to be committed to five days a week. Because if I build this program around five days and you don't go, I mean, yes, we all like have the day that we, you know, might miss because something comes up unexpectedly, or maybe we have the day that, you know, we don't feel good or our kid is sick or yes, we all have those days. And that's not what I'm talking about. But when you're consistently not going five days a week after you said you were going to go five days a week, that'll be an issue because I didn't build your program for that. And that's why it matters. So she is on vacation for two weeks and the moment she comes back, not only is she going to get her gym program back, but then I'm able to flip it into a 5 day week program and build it for her so it makes sense, so she can achieve her goals. She's not wasting time fucking spinning her wheels because I'm explaining, teaching, guiding her, helping her understand, this is how you build this out. This is what this is going to look like. This is why this is important. This is what you do when you hit the top of your rep range. A lot of people don't know these things. And man, isn't it nice when you don't have to fucking think about it for a little bit where you can just be like, Hey, you know, I'm going on this uh, vacation. Can you do like band workouts for me? Or I'm going to be like in a hotel gym. Can you like, can you help me out there? Or, Hey, I'm going to be like, you know, I don't know, off the grid for two weeks. Can I just get some body weight stuff? Hey, great. No problem. Boom. Flip it out, flip it in. It's not that difficult, but what is difficult is commitment, committing to these times. So it's a little longer than I wanted because I rant, of course. Sorry, guys. I'm going to give you guys some options of how you can split up your week. So maybe you don't know. Like, you're like, okay, well, I can only commit two days. But that is that even effective? Yes, it's effective. Yes, it can be effective. I'm not going to go into what exercises would be in these splits because that I could, Jesus, I could go for fucking days talking about all the fun things that you could be doing. But I am going to give you some options that if you are struggling with I don't know how to program or how to break these up. I'm going to give you some options and explain how I go through my process of figuring this out. Okay. So if you are a person that can only go two full days, the first thing I'm going to ask you is, are these days back to back or are they, you know, apart from each other? Are you going on a Monday and a Thursday or are you going on a Saturday, Sunday? Like how does that look? Right? If you tell me these Two days are going to be a Monday and a Thursday. You're getting two full body workouts, full body, both of them. You're going to hit every fucking body part. Effective? Absolutely. 100%. If you are training with intensity, if you are training and not just working out, know the difference. If you are back to back, so you have to go Tuesday, Wednesday, because, you know, those are your days off or that's just when you can commit to going. Cool. I would probably program you an upper lower. It's less likely that I would program you full bodies back to back. It's not 100% out of the question, but it's less likely that I would. So upper, lower. So you're breaking the body parts. So upper is going to be your chest, your shoulders, your back, your biceps, your right triceps, those kinds of things. And then your lower is obviously gonna be your your booty, your glutes, booty and glutes are the same dirt. Uh, Your booty, your quads, your hands, your calves, okay? And core, probably I would toss it on the lower day. Again, core is literally just fucking Mm. activation. (laughs) I don't do a whole lot of extra core movement. Same kind of concept with your abs. You're not going to get abs by doing a zillion crunches. You're going to get abs by activation, your core and progressive overload. So there's certain things that certain exercises I do for core, like cable crunch and things, where I'm actually adding weight. But if you sit in your living room and you do a gazillion crunches, that ain't happening. Sorry. Unless you have great genetics. So that's two days, either two full bodies, depending on when you're committed, or upper lower. Three days. Again, depends. Are these Monday, Wednesday, Friday? Are they all split up? If they're all split up, full body, 100%. If they're not, I could do an upper, lower, full split, push, pull legs. So push is anything where it's like overhead, over your chest. So chest press, overhead press, shoulders, chest, tries. Pull is going to be back, lower back, and even like your, your lower lumbar. So it could be even like deadlifts and things like that, where you're activating your like lower back, your lumbar. Uh, you could also do some, um, shoulders in that pull, like face pulls and things like that, that are, uh, pull movements, but they're like upper shoulder movements. Okay. So that would be, those would be three options, three full body, upper, lower full or push pull legs four days. We have lots of options here. Upper, lower, upper, lower, full, upper, lower, full, or push, pull, legs, full. And again, it depends on how I would do this, depending on what days you're committed to. So if there are four days in a row, it's probably going to be upper, lower, upper, lower. But if we got some break in there, I'm probably going to throw a full body in there somewhere. And then five days. Five days could be push, pull, legs, upper, lower, You could do a bro split if you wanted to. You could do like shoulders one day, back one day, arms another day, you know, legs another day. Um, And then I would probably do two different legs, but that's just me. Um, So, it, you know, again, it all kind of depends on how you want to show up for yourself and what that looks like for you. Um, but these are just some options. Maybe you're struggling with how to figure out what you're supposed to be doing, how you're supposed to be planning this out. Um, and so hopefully that helps a little bit on how this looks. So again, two days, two full bodies or upper, lower three days, upper, lower, full, or push, pull legs, four days, upper, lower, upper, lower, full, upper, lower, full, or push, pull legs, full. And then push, pull, legs, upper, lower, or you could choose to do some bro splits. You could even do like a, I mean, you could even do like a upper, lower, upper, lower, full on a five-day split. Like you could, there's lots of different combos that you could add, but these are kind of how I mainly split. I rarely do bro splits for people. Um, It's how I started out. I'm not sure it's the most effective, um, but it, it is doable. Um... But yeah, I push, pull, legs, upper, lower, and full are really how I go about doing my programming. So those are kind of like the six things that I use. And depending on what, how many days they commit to, my clients commit to, is dependent upon how I build them out. So I put a lot of information in this one, and I'm sorry, I I was really trying to keep it around 20 minutes, Um, but I hope this helped you guys. Know what you're doing. Know what your goals are. If you don't know what your goals are, reach out. Be like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing right now. Like, how the fuck? I don't even understand what the fuck's going on in my life. (laughs) Cool. Let me help you with that. That's what I do. That's what I'm here for. Um, Maybe you kind of know what you're doing and this is helpful because now you can kind of wrap your brain around, oh, this is how splits are supposed to look as long as I'm training with intensity and using progressive overload principles. Wonderful. So that's. Um, That's it for today, you guys. If you have questions, again, you can find me at BetWifeFitMom. You can find me at Sarah J. Krieger on uh, Facebook. Not Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. (laughs) Man, I almost like forgot what it was called. I wanted to call it MySpace. I was thinking, I don't know why. You can also email me at getcpfitnow at gmail.com. You guys, I also have, I'm really ramping up my emails. So if you are interested in joining my email, subscribe. I'm going to add that link. And then also in my show notes, I've just added a, now I have a link tree, so you can go on there. It gives you a bunch of different offers. I'm also adding in one-on-one strategy sessions. So maybe you listen to this podcast and you're like, I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You can jump on a call with me. We can do a strategy session and kind of get you at least sort of in the right direction. Um, So, or if you just have any other questions that you want to, you know, talk some shit with, I'd be happy and down to do that with you. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing day. Um, and I just want to give a shout out to my daughter cause she listens to every single episode and she was amazing and created this lovely thing on my wall for me that says every day is a new day to do better, be better and begin again.